Special shout out to today's episode to SeatGeek. We recently partnered with them to become a brand ambassador. What does that mean? Well, for you, it means you get a special discount when you make your first ticket purchase with SeatGeek. With my code, InjuredListPod, you will get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a ticket purchasing app that takes all the confusion out of buying tickets to your favorite sports, concert events, and more. They score each ticket on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you know if you're getting a good deal. Green is good, red is bad. My followers get $20 off their first ticket purchase using my code, InjuredListPod. Click on the link in the show notes and browse for your favorite events. Your next big night ever is waiting, and they have the tickets. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Injured List Podcast. Your source for all sports injury topics. For the weekend warrior to the sports fantasy guru, we keep you in the action and out of the injured list. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the host of the Injured List podcast, Brian Scott. Your host, Brian Scott here. Welcome to another edition of the Injured List Podcast. Glad you could join us. This is a bonus edition and weekly injury update for NFL Week 10. Now, as we enter Week 10, there are some notable injuries that occurred, and there's also some notable returns from injury that are occurring. So I'm going to run down a list and try and hit on all those. So let's get started. And don't forget, guys, after this Stay tuned because I'll be a guest on Devil's Advocate Sports Talk with my good friend, host Abe Delgado. We'll be rehashing some of the stuff we're going to talk about now, and we'll probably talk about some other topics as well. So stick with us and take a listen to the show. It's live on Facebook every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Let's get into it. First up, Makai Becton, lineman for the New York Jets. He's sustained a chest injury 11 plays into the game Monday night against the Patriots. Apparently was said to be undergoing an MRI today, but other reports said that he had an injury that was not soft tissue, tendon, or bone related, but it left him short of breath and there was cause for concern during the game. As a result, he did not return. Sounds like he probably had the proverbial wind knocked out of him, i.e. he probably had an injury to what's termed the solar plexus, or essentially it's your diaphragm, which is the lower half of your ribcage where your lungs are. And sometimes if you get hit there, it can send your diaphragm into spasm, and sometimes this can give you uh, that shortness of breath feeling that a lot of people describe about. And a lot of times this is what you hear people say, well, I just got the wind knocked out of me. Sometimes that's what this injury is. Doesn't sound like there's any real cause for major concern. He should be back in the lineup next weekend or whenever. I think they have a bye. So as far as the Jets' offense goes, I don't know if that really helps much at all. But there you go. 
Up next, Christian McCaffrey. This guy has been out for about seven weeks with a high ankle sprain. Finally came back. Looked like he never missed a beat. Was playing real well. Until about the last drive of the game when they were losing to Kansas City. And he came down and was tackled uh, along the sideline. Started grabbing at his shoulder afterwards. Was able to come back in and did catch a pass. But was seen uh, holding his clavicle toward the end of the game was unclear whether or not he actually had an injury and how significant it was, or whether or not he'll be missing any time. As of now, the Panthers aren't saying much. He's listed as questionable, however, because of the shoulder injury. So I don't think it's a fracture. Otherwise, they probably would have made an announcement by now. Sounds like it might be just some type of AC joint sprain, which is where the clavicle meets up with your scapula. And this, you know, depending on the severity of this, this could take a while to heal. Some guys can play through this. The problem with Mr. McCaffrey is that he's a running back. And in order to absorb and dish out hits uh, play by play, it may take him a little time and he may need some time off to recover. So we'll have to see whether the Panthers come clean and divulge any information about this injury. But I would be very cautious about starting him the next couple of weeks based on what I'm hearing and what I'm reading so far out of North Carolina. Next up, Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback for the Steelers. Apparently, he injured both knees during the game this past weekend against Dallas. However, on a side note, apparently one of his teammates tested positive for COVID, and he was deemed a close contact. So he has now been put on the injured reserve COVID list. And unless he's able to have five negative tests, he will remain on that list. And they haven't really said much about his knees. I've watched a replay over and over again. It looks like he kind of slammed the right knee down directly into the turf. The left knee was kind of twisted up and stressed a little bit into an awkward position. He may have had a mild sprain on that side. That's the left side. He was able to continue playing, and it did not cost him to lose any time. I think he'll be okay and able to recover. I do expect him to play this weekend if he tests negative with all his COVID tests, and I believe he requires five of them this week in order to suit up on Sunday, so we'll see what happens. Now, there are Several players that are currently in concussion protocol after this past weekend. Quarterback Matthew Stafford of Detroit, running back David Montgomery of Chicago, and running back David Johnson of the Texans, to name some of the more notable ones. Now, Stafford has reported as having a mild concussion and is expected to come out of the concussion protocol in time to start Week 10, while the Davids are not so clear as to whether or not they'll be ready. So... We'll have to keep an eye on them and whether or not they're listed as being off the concussion protocol list and if they are able to participate in practice. My suggestion is those guys are probably going to be game time decisions if they even play at all. I'm less confident that they will be suiting up. Typically, even a mild concussion can sometimes take a few weeks for you to pass and be symptom free. So we'll have to keep an eye on those guys and watch. Nick Chubb running back for the Browns. He's expected to actually return from injury uh, this week. He's coming off of IR after rehabbing from his knee MCL sprain. As of now, however, he has not been listed back on the active roster, though he did participate in practice on Monday. The team has three weeks from the time that he is practicing to activate him from the IR onto the active roster. So he'll be a question mark until he's listed on the active roster. Since he's not on the active roster, they're not required to report on his participation. So we'll see. Um, if he's listed on the active roster, that's a good sign that things are probably good to go, and we'll probably end up seeing him back in the lineup soon. But until that 
decision is made, I would not throw him back in your starting lineups, guys, or even have him on the bench for that matter. Well, this next one, if this doesn't grab you by the, you know what, then you aren't paying attention. Kyle Allen, the quarterback for Washington. Wow. If that wasn't deja vu, then I don't know what is. Could you imagine being Alex Smith for a minute, the backup quarterback, watching your colleague go down what appeared to be a similar injury that kept you out of football for nearly two years and almost cost you your leg? Well, Allen suffered an ankle fracture dislocation, but he did not sustain an open fracture, which means that the bone did not exit through the skin. Gruesome injury nonetheless, season ending as well. It was reported as a small fracture, and I put that term small in quotes, but in an injury like this, the real concern is the ligamentous damage that caused the ankle to dislocate in the first place. And that, more than anything, is what needed to be repaired and addressed at surgery. And he'll require extensive time to heal. So he's out for the year. Now, Alex Smith went in as the backup, and Dwayne Haskins is still listed as an active. That should change. So if you have Haskins or you are interested in picking up Haskins, you might want to do that now. Likelihood is that he might get another chance here to man the helm and be the starter because Alex Smith threw three interceptions in the loss, but can you blame him? I mean, bad memories must have been flashing through his head the rest of that game after seeing Kyle Allen go down with what looked like a similar injury. So Seattle running backs, uh, some good news actually on the forefront here. Seattle running backs Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson are both said to be returning this week. Some good news for a change, especially for the Seahawks, which are somewhat battered and bruised. Bad news for the Panthers, Curtis Samuel, wide receiver, had a season-ending ankle injury that will require surgery. He was said to have extensive ligament injuries after an MRI confirmed the worst diagnosis uh, earlier today. He is out for the Panthers. Will Fuller, wide receiver for the Texans, he sustained a rib injury, was unable to return to the game this past weekend. We'll see what he does in practice, but these generally take a while to get better. Most guys will probably feel better after the first two weeks, but depending on the severity, it could take them several weeks to really heal up. My advice is to listen to reports about his practice participation and see whether or not he's actually a go in practice. You know, when I say listen to what they do in practice, what I'm really saying is follow the beat writers. Look at your local newspapers for these guys because those guys are usually ones that have the inside day-to-day scoop and are usually uh, present at practice to actually see the participation and report on it. So don't just go by the national media spotlights like ESPN and Fox and CBS and NBC Sports. You, you got to go with some of the local beat writers when it comes to the day-to-day kind of question marks and whether or not these guys are actually participating and to what extent. So that's my advice on Will Fuller. Devonta Freeman, he was another guy who left the game with a concussion and has been entered into the league concussion protocol. He's a running back for the Falcons. We'll see how he does and when he returns to practice. I do not expect him in the lineup this week based on reports. Now, guys, if you have any additional questions or if you want to know any information on any other players that I did not mention in my weekly report, that's not a problem. Just go to the website, www.theinjuredlist.com. Scroll to the bottom on the main page. You'll have an option to send me a message, start a forum, just make some general comments, and I can answer anything you want. I can include it as a topic in an upcoming episode. I'm here for you. I want to provide you with the up-to-date current information. I want to make it in a simple, easy-to-understand format. And um, who better to tell you this than an active practicing healthcare provider in the field of orthopedics and sports medicine? Now sit back. We're going to be a special guest on my good friend Abe Delgado's talk show called Devil's Advocate, which is live on Facebook every Tuesday at 8. We'll be talking about these topics and some other topics to boot. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. 
Hey, this is Sean Colas with the Perkins Island Creamery. We are the premier coffee, ice cream, and dessert bar in the Charlotte metro area. We're thrilling people with our amazing interior design, our incredible customer service, and the quality of our offerings. We have a beautifully designed 1920s mercantile-themed monochromatic throwback where people feel excited by their surroundings and blown away by their treats. We're great for business meetings, families, couples, and you. Ask about our room rentals for meetings, events, or parties. We're nestled next to the Concord Mills Mall behind Verizon and in the same building as McAllister's in Concord, North Carolina. Hey, if you're in the area and you're listening to this right now, get in your car, drive over to the Perkintile, mention that you heard us on Brian Scott's amazing Injuryless Podcast 2020 and receive 25% off your purchase. Hey guys, are you looking to avoid injury when it comes to your finances? Talk to a professional who can help. Whether you are looking to get your financial house in order or simply looking for that second opinion, visit TrustTreeFinancial.com and schedule your free virtual consultation. Once again, that's TrustTreeFinancial.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Live with our next guest, this guy for our injury report. He's been patiently waiting, and I apologize. These guys are just, they just take up too much time. But here he is with his own podcast, The Injured List, Brian Scott, to give us a little injury update and talk a little bit more sports. Welcome to the show, Brian. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Glad to uh, have listened in. That was some interesting dialogue back and forth with you guys, as always. It always is. It always is. <laughs> Trevor Bauer. I like Trevor Bauer. I don't know if the Mets will be in position to get him, but I hope they do. What do you think, Brian, as a Mets fan, about Steve Cohen in New Orleans? The day the Wilpons no longer are owners is a day of infamy and will live forever in the history of the Mets organization. It's a great day. But did he take over right away? That's the question, right? I hope so. What were the terms of that deal? I remember huh. when they were first talking about it, Maybe uh, a fan out there could shed some light on this. They were talking about the Wilpons still running the team for a couple of years before transitioning everything over. I hope that is not the case, but we shall see. I think that was brought to the table originally, but then I think they rescinded on that deal. So I think it's, I'm hoping that it's just full ownership and control right away from day one. That'd be great. I can say that he's taken over right away. So I like it. All right, cool. Uh, Brian, where do you want to start? Where do you want to go? Are we talking injury injury list? What oh we, yeah. What do we want to go with here? Oh yeah, no, that's that's what I'm here for, man. That's what I do, and that's where we'll start. All um, right. Christian McCaffrey, huh? Coming back, looking good, playing well. Boom, goes down with a shoulder injury on the last drive of the game, <laughs> and uh, there has been reports. I thought he broke his collarbone. The way the way they were checking is, I thought he broke his collarbone. We'll see. Uh, they've been pretty quiet down here about it here in Charlotte, so I'm not really sure. Um, they've got him listed as questionable, but we'll have to see. Uh, 
he did come back into the game and I think caught a pass or something, but it, it was at the end of the game. So it's hard to really predict what exactly happened and how severe it is, but we'll have to see. Not good news, but it sounds like from all the reports I've read that he might actually be missing some more time again, which really, really sucks. Yeah, I mean, and the same thing happened to a few guys where they come back for a game and then they're gone. Uh, but so is the game, right? Injuries are part of it. Who else you got on the radar that people may want to know if they're going to play this week? Well, so I hear all this talk about Big uh, the, the Big Ben and the Pittsburgh Steelers being ranked number one on a lot of people's things, but he, he banged up both knees um, toward the end of the game last Sunday, and then he's been listed on the COVID re- COVID-19 reserve list because he's been deemed a close contact to one of their teammates. That happened today. That does not mean he tested positive yet, correct? Correct. It just means that he was deemed a close contact to somebody who did test positive. And as per the NFL policy, I believe he has to have five negative tests between now and the next game, which he should be able to get under his belt, assuming he's negative, uh, before Sunday's game. So he should be good to go. Um, but just a little, you know, my, my little setback, but they haven't really commented about his knee injuries. He was came up hobbling and limping, and the trainers had to come out in the field to take a look at him. Apparently he banged up both knees on one play where he got sacked. So we'll see if that uh, has any effect on him going into the next week here. Sure. And just to acknowledge, I think Daryl had a question here, another question about the Mets. He's asking if the Mets won the 2015 World Series, I believe this is what he's asking, Will would the Wilpons still be the owners or would it still be Cohen? Honestly, the, the reason I think they sold the team is I don't think people realize the money crunch that the Wilpons were under after that whole um, Bernie Madoff scandal. So, I think they're selling. They were selling the team regardless of what they did back in 2015. But I just wanted to end. So, um, yeah, Big Ben on the cover. You know what? I said it earlier. I think it's kind of cool for these veterans. Not that you want them to have COVID or anything, but hopefully he doesn't. And maybe he could just chill for five days in a room and and watch some video and not have to practice and maybe heal up. So that's that's what Pittsburgh needs. I mean, they've got a pretty tough schedule coming up the rest of the way and uh, no buys. So. Sure. If anything that he can use, it's rest. A couple players banged up over the weekend with concussions. Uh, Matt Stafford of Detroit, David Montgomery running back of the Bears, and um, uh, David Johnson of the Texans. Uh, I think of all three of those guys, Stafford's probably the closest one to coming back. Apparently his was pretty mild. I don't think he actually had to go on the concussion protocol, so we should see him back starting this weekend. The other two, though, are on concussion protocol along with Devonta Freeman running back for the Falcons. So those guys are likely going to be out. Um, so I would be very hesitant to put them in your lineups if, you're, if you've got them on, on your rosters. Um, good news out of the Browns camp. Nick Chubb has been removed from the injured reserve list. However, and I, All right. however he has not been listed as active, which means that he's not necessarily going to play. It also means that as per league policy, they do not have to report on his practice participation, which could be an indication that he may or may not be ready to come back. Now they have three weeks, I think, from the time they make him, they take him off IR to make him active. And within that time he can practice and they don't necessarily have to report on his status. So hard to say whether or not he's actually going to play until he gets on the active roster. The answer is no. So keep an eye on that. If you have him on your uh, fantasy teams. Can't help but bring this up, man. I hate talking about Alex Smith because I'm so uh, proud of his comeback. But could you imagine being him on the sideline Sunday and watching Kyle Allen go down with almost the exact I, same I injury? The same exact 
thing. Uh, it was different though, because this was a dislocated ankle, not a broken leg, right? Well, so it's a little bit different. But the funny thing, before you get to that, the funniest thing about that—not not that it's funny—but they were comparing during the game Alex Smith's injury and where it happened on the field between Alex Smith, Joe Theismann, and now Kyle Allen. They were all in the same proximity on the field, which is crazy. Yeah. And it was almost, as, I believe it was almost the same uh, uh, number of games than when Alex Smith did it. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. It was but almost the so same. I'm so happy yeah. for Alex Smith. I just, I, I just pray to God that that man stays healthy. And um, even though he's on the Washington Redskins, uh, I hope he does well. I do. It's a great story. And if you haven't watched that documentary. Oh, yeah. Awesome. If you haven't watched that documentary on ESPN, I know you and I spoke about this before. You got to see it because what this guy had to go through, I mean, he legit almost lost his leg. It's amazing. And so, can you imagine being him on the sideline Sunday and seeing this happen in front of you and then having to be called into action to finish the game? It's no wonder he threw three interceptions. I mean, that had to be running through the back of his mind. Yeah. Oh, God. Now, yeah. and his has... family, too. Imagine his wife sitting up in the oh, stands. God. Yeah. Now, yeah, his injury is different. Uh, it was a dislocation with a tiny fracture, which means it's more ligamentous of an injury in nature. So the unfortunate thing for him is the treatment is basically the same. He requires surgery and extensive rehab and recovery. So he's out for the year, um, which has big implications for fantasy because now Dwayne Haskins is going to be probably activated back into the active roster, which means he might give Alex Smith a run for his money and he might actually get some time again and become a starter. Who knows? I mean, you know, you got to worry about Alex Smith's health. I keep, I've been saying this all year. Uh, if you're Ron Rivera to throw this dude out there with that team in front of him, very risky. I don't think they would want to risk his overall long-term well, uh, health. I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, he's taking that risk. I mean, he wants to be a starting quarterback in the NFL again. And that's the risk you take. That's the risk all these guys take. So you can't, I mean, if he's ready and willing to play and he deserves to play, he's the best quarterback you have presently on the roster, I mean, you got to put him out there. Well, yes, yes, but, you know, so. Ron Rivera has said that just because Haskins wasn't activated doesn't mean he's not doesn't have a chance to get back out there. And, you know, if, if Alex Smith plays like he did on Sunday, that that's not looking good for him, and it gives Haskins right. more of a chance okay. to get out there. So. Dedicated on play. Some good news for a change. Uh, Seattle's running backs, both Carlos Hyde and Chris Carson, are expected to be ready to return this week to the lineups. So that will help them offensively. Um, Bad news for the Panthers, along with McCaffrey, is they lost Curtis Samuel. He had a bad uh, ankle injury. Apparently, an MRI today showed it was a multi-ligamentous injury, which means he's out for the year, needs surgery. Not good for them. Um, Texans, yep. Texans lost uh, wide receiver Will Fuller with a rib injury. He may not be back. Um, We'll see how how he practices um, this week leading up to uh, week 10. Always hurt that guy. And he's on my fantasy team. He's always hurt. I can't (laughs) stand it. Yeah, there's been a couple of other injuries. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, Jacksonville Jaguars receiver, went down with a hammy. And if you listen to my last episode titled, Oh, My Hammy, then you'll understand uh, how debilitating those injuries can be. And um, he was having a very good year. He's a rookie, very injury-prone, though, coming into the draft. We knew that. I had him on my roster knowing that. And uh, he's probably going to be shut down for a few weeks as he recovers. Um, 
there have been a, a couple of other guys returning or possibly returning from injuries, and I haven't gotten confirmation on that yet. Mostert from San Francisco, there was talk about him possibly being ready week 10. I haven't heard much, though, leading up to this weekend, so we'll have to see. I don't even know if he stepped on the practice field this week yet at all, but um, you know the, the 49ers have been hit so hard with injuries. I, I don't know at this point if it's even worth <laughs> worth trying to get these guys out there too too soon and risk you know, career-threatening injuries. So That's the other guy I was talking about. Mozart was out for a number of games, came back for one game, and was out again. So that's the other guy that I was thinking of. But again, guys, you're watching Devil's Advocate. Uh, you're watching Devil's Advocate Sports Talk. Thanks for coming and joining us uh, every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. We are live. We are on with Brian Scott. He has his own podcast called The Injured List. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts and go to the website, theinjuredlist.com. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening in. That was our guest spot on the Devils Advocate Sports Talk Show live with my good friend Abe Delgado. As always, guys, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay active. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 